Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. The Women's World Cup is here. It's episode 142 and we're here with our predictions for the big tournament down under. Very exciting times. Very, very exciting. Yeah, we're covering daily action across the YouTube channel, so make sure to head on over there and check out all the videos. We will be streaming every single day that there is a game. So go check those out, starting, of course, tomorrow when this goes out. If you're watching any later than that, you may well be watching while we're live. So look if there's a live stream. If not, look when the next one is. But yeah, we'll start then. Brief uh, brief little caveat before we get into today's episode. We are not experts. We do enjoy women's football a lot. We watch a lot of games, but we do not watch every single match. We're not experts. We might get things wrong. If we do, please do correct us in the comments. We'd love to hear feedback. And of course, our opinions will differ. So put yours in the yes, comments as yes, well. Yes. Shall we start? With England's chances, obviously being from England, we are very confident that we could bring it home this year, especially after the Euros win last season. Do you think we've actually got a realistic chance? A lot of people have been asking me, could England win it? Do you think we could? 100%. 100%. Do you think we will? I well, think, we'll wait for that question yeah, later. But I think, in yeah. all honesty, we were very strong at the Euros. Also, I know we hosted it. I know, obviously, in the World Cup, we have the US and we have other teams that bring different strengths. But yeah. We were very strong. We were very, very strong in the Euros. We looked unbeatable at times. Players were in great form, looked brilliant. Obviously, we are missing a couple. Yeah, we are. We are definitely a weaker side, I would say, without the likes of Lair Williamson, without Beth Mead. Beth Mead, of course, the big miss, really. It is going to be difficult, but I, I do still think, think we are strong favourites. Well, probably not favourites, but we are close behind the yeah. US. In a world that USA exists, we'll never be favourites, but we can no. definitely give it a good go. We certainly can. We're going to start with a few different predictions then before we get into that tournament tree. We're going to start with those, those little awards and prizes, the type of things everyone predicts for a tournament. We'll start with Dark Horses. That's that team that you maybe think a bit underrated. You think maybe could cut, you know, get quite far in the tournament despite the odds, against the odds. Who are your Dark Horses, Harry? I have gone for Jamaica. So it's a bit of an out there one because usually you go for dark horses which are good teams but they're not, you you wouldn't expect them to go far, maybe you'd back them. Yeah. And I thought, I can't, it was very, it was tough because there are, are, obviously we've got a few teams that have never been to the World Cup before but you're not really going for them dark horses because that's a long shot. Mm. Uh, But obviously there are quite a few teams that I could see getting out of the groups. Jamaica are one of those where you wouldn't expect them to get out of the groups but you're not expecting them to get bad every week. I think they've got a decent squad. You know, they've got one or two players like Khadija Shaw who could step up, get them a goal, maybe do even do enough to get them out of the groups. Yeah, I mean, she's their best player by far. She will score a lot in this mm, tournament, yeah. you expect. She's already her nation's highest goal scorer. I think it's something like 55 goals in 38 appearances. So, certainly prolific on international yeah. level. And we saw this season, I believe it was her first campaign in the WSL and she took the golden boot. So... She is a very good goal it scorer. Is very exciting. If she can score that same volume, what yeah. other team can stop her? Exactly. The only concern is that there are only four registered defenders, but that's not a problem. I you don't. don't need I think that might just be foot mobs yeah. register sorting system rather than being they don't have any defenders. Got Surely there's someone that can yeah. play in defence. Fair enough. I think they've got a tough group. Obviously, France and Brazil aren't going to be easy opponents. No. Panama but should be. They should be Panama quite comfortably. It's their first tournament, of course. But I do think they could get the better of one of them. Maybe. I think, I think f- even if you draw them both, it's more likely to be Brazil. Yeah. But yeah, I think they definitely could potentially get the better of one of them. My dark horses. I've gone for Zambia. Now these oh. are very, very. It's a very rogue shout. 
They have never been at a World Cup before. This is their first World Cup, but I think they're something special. They beat Germany in a pre-tournament friendly 3-2. Did require a 101st minute goal there, but Germany required a 110th minute goal to level it up. So very a lot of added time in that game. But I do I feel like there's something there, something that's you know Zambia. The question they've been there, and I think they could provide a bit of a shock. Let me just find my notes on Zambia because I was looking at them earlier. I found them really interesting. Lowest ranked team at the competition. They're very much against the odds here. But this is their first time. They're going to bring something new. I think their their star player is probably Barbara Banda. And we'll probably bang on her about her throughout the tournament if she performs as I expect. Because she has been very, very good. Tends to play as a tap midfielder. Plays in the Chinese Super League. And is just a really, really decent player. If she can score like she has been in recent other tournaments yeah. for Zambia, like the AFCON in 2022, if she can score a couple goals, that could get Zambia through. And I don't think they've got the toughest group ever because they play in Costa Rica, which I think they could win. Spain, who only have really half their starting eleven, yeah. A lot of their squad aren't playing this summer because they don't like the manager, Jorge Vilda. I don't, I'm not clued up 100% on that situation. All I know is half the squad aren't playing. I don't know the background behind that, really. No. But... Anyway, Spain have a depleted side. And then they've got Japan in there as well, who, bar a few exceptional talents like Yui Hasegawa at Man City, I don't think they're overall that strong. No. They have been in tournaments and they are sort of dominant of the Asian sides. I think they've won the Asian Cup quite often. Actually, China are probably better than them, I would say, because they've won that like Close. loads of... They, I think they won the last Asian Cup and they've won it quite a few times in the past. Yeah. But I just feel like Zambia could provide an upset. I feel like they could definitely get second in the group. It's going to be really tight, but I think they could just about do it. So that's Fair what enough. that's why I've gone for them as my as my dark horses. On to the other ones then. And the other little things to go through. Top goal scorer. Now, obviously, thinking back to the Euros last year, we had a joint on six goals of Alexandra Pop and Beth Mead. No Mead this summer. Pop's still going to be a favourite though. But who would you go for as top goal scorer? Yeah, I mean, there are quite a few options. You say you've got Pop, you've got, you know, all the... I mean, you know, Morgan and Rapinoe always going to be in a shout when it comes to the yeah. World Cup. You've got Lika Mertens and Bierenstein at Netherlands. Yeah, do you you've think got... Alex Morgan will start? I think it'll be interesting to Being, see. Yeah. I mean, they, it would be weird to see Alex Morgan not start, mm. but it's going to be close between her and... Name escapes me now, I'm going to have to look it up, but they have a really good striker. Sophia Smith. I think they're both yeah. very similar, but... Obviously, Sophia Smith is a lot younger. And again, she's in there for a shout. I think Le Sommet. Yeah, of course. At, at France. And, Could Marta. Um, last World Cup. Yeah, well, probably a last maybe. World Cup. You never know. She might go for a, for a seventh. Yeah, so a few options. I have gone it closer to home. Call me a little bit biased. I've put Alessia Russo. <laughs> a little bit biased. <laughs> 100% biased. I, I just think if England is to go deep, she yeah. is going to spearhead this team. To, and she's going to be the you know the main the main the main star in this. Yeah. Rachel Daly is obviously going to shout to start. Um, mm. to, but you do know, you to, think she'll start off the wing though? More likely, if she is going to well, start. Well, I don't know. She started off front of it, didn't she? And she like, did she take the golden boot in the WSL? Or did she come second? I thought she took it. I thought it was Khadija Shaw, but I she may thought, have picked. I think Shaw. Rachel Daly took it in the end. Um, Eventually, we can probably double check. But I, I, Rachel Daly had a brilliant campaign. Obviously, we kind of you know thought of her as a left back during the Euros, but. She's kind of strong. She's definitely a shout. I just think Russo's been brilliant to United. She's got... Oh, yeah, Daly did pip Shaw in the end. Fair enough. Um, She's got that move to Arsenal now. She said that to get it done before the Women's World Cup is a massive weight off her shoulders. So she hasn't mm. got to worry about that now. 
She knows she's got to impress her new uh, employers in Arsenal. I think if England's... And I think England will go deep. I didn't realise you'd moved on from Daly. Oh, well, I thought, hang on. <laughs> I completely missed this. Yeah, but no, yeah, no, um, Russo, of course. I think, I think she'll take it. It'll be close, though. We could see another yeah. tie. We could see a few players up there. Yeah, fair enough. I've gone based off who I think has the easiest group. Yeah. And I have gone for Gemma Ford, Alexandra Pop. We saw at the last tournament, she was always involved in the goals. I think yeah. if Germany are going to go deep in this tournament, it will be because Pop will score a lot of goals. That's what she does. She's a very, yeah. very good forward. Great finisher. Her movement is exceptional. Very good at getting in behind, but also very good at holding the ball up and getting mm-hmm. other players in behind who can then create chances for her. So I think overall, her overall game is really, really good. And of course, the German national side is very strong. Their chance creation is very good with players like Clara Buhl or Lena Schuler, depending on who plays out wide. Uh, you've also got Lena Oberdorf, uh, Oberdorf, who was, of course, the young player, best young player of the last Euros and very much deserved that. So yeah. a lot of creative players on that German side will give her a lot of chances. I think she's got a really nice group stage as well. I don't think that there should be any team in that group that could cause her problems. I th- Like... They should score quite a few. It yeah. will be tough. Don't get me wrong, every group is going to be tough. But of all the groups you want to be in, like Colombia, Morocco, South Korea, yeah, that feels like a group that she can definitely score a lot of goals in. And then definitely. after that, I don't think their run is too difficult to the semi-finals. Of course, they could be difficult matches, but they, I think they avoid the US and the Netherlands and England. That's I think big, they're all on the other side of the draw. So I think that definitely helps them. And I think, yeah, Alexandra Pop will get a lot of goals. Yeah, Obviously, the enough. draw will all depend on where they oh, finish yeah. and everything, yeah. but yeah, they could have with the most difficult draw ever maybe, if the US made second or something. But yeah. yeah, I think for me, Germany are good to go quite far in the tournament. I think Pop will be a big part of that. Fair enough. Moving on then to what else have we got to talk about? Well, we have the Golden Glove. This was, I can't remember who took it in the Euros last year. Was it Mary Earps? I think it might have been. I think it must have been, but. Yeah, a golden glove. Obviously, the goalkeeper that keeps the most clean sheets throughout the tournament. There's a few shouts out there, a few good goalkeepers. Who are you backing? There are quite a few. And I did think about going for Mary Earps because um, she was phenomenal during those Euros. But yeah. I've gone for a goalkeeper that was also phenomenal in the Euros. You speak about how Alexander Pop and Germany going forward are very strong. I think defensively, they are also very solid. So I have gone for Firms in the yeah. German net. Um... I, I remember one game very clearly. Uh, it was was it? I think it was Germany France in the women's Euros, yeah. and I can't. I, I think it was one. It was a draw, and she was she was absolutely brilliant in that game. I think she saved a penalty. She always is. Um, she just tend to be a very good goalkeeper. Very very good goalkeeper. I mean, to keep Anka Treenberger out of the German national side, tough. I think that tells you everything That's a about how good she is. That's like the Neuer to Stegen problem. Yeah. Because you've got such a good goalkeeper what into Stegen, but can't get in the town. Like, they've just got great goalkeepers. They've got so many good goalkeepers. Yeah. You know, well, it's part of their sort of renewal in the late, I mean, boring history lesson, but in case anyone's interested, towards the late end of the 2000s, they sort of changed the way they developed footballers. They made a lot more technical players. That's why you see such an influx of midfielders. And then that's why you see goalkeepers that are so good on the ball. Yeah. yeah. And that's why um, they have no defenders or forwards. Yeah. I mean, they've only got Nicholas Fulcrow up front. Yeah, I think that as, as much as Pot will bang in the goals at the front, if they're really going to go deep in this, conversa- in this competition, Frobes is going to keep them out as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and to be fair, she's got a really good defence in front of her. So they should be fairly solid as well. I've got Mary Earps because it is just yeah. the obvious choice, isn't it? England, the most solid defence of the last Euros. I am concerned that without Leah Williamson, 
it might be a bit more shaky, but I still think it's strong enough. I don't think a partnership of Greenwood or Houghton is weak at all. I think was no. is Bronze back fit, or is she not fit yet? I can't remember whether she is Ooh. good to play. I don't think she played in the friendlies, did she? I think she'll be alright. She, she's not displaying. Who played against Portugal? Oh, they don't even have to they have to line up on here. Um, but I yeah, I would be if she's not fit. That is a problem. But I still I think, think we've fine. got a strong defence. Definitely yeah. got a strong defence in there. I didn't mean Stefan, but I meant Millie Bright completely. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> she's, she's but even if, it, even, if it's Jess Car- even if it's Jess Carter yeah. in there, you've still got a really strong defence. So I think England will have the strongest defence. We saw Mary Oaks last tournament, a fantastic goalkeeper. I just think it makes sense. just think it makes a lot yeah, of sense. definitely. Up next, player of the tournament then. Who are you thinking, Harry? Now, I mean, we usually see player tournament go hand in hand with either top goal scorer or golden glove or the assist whatever it's called very rarely golden glove but yeah yeah I've gone for the top goal my top goal scorer I've gone Alessia Rousseau again to play the tournament mm. I just think not only I mean will she take will she, will she be the top goal scorer which is going to give her a massive helping hand I just think her link up with Toon um, is brilliant uh, I think her overall play She's just a very, very good striker. I mean, there's a reason why you yeah. know, 11 contributions in 20 games in the WSL this season, You know, being signed by Arsenal, who mm-hmm. want to make a big push for the league, I think she could... If England are going to go win it, or at least get to the final, she, she'll be the player that's going to step up. Yeah, I mean, we saw it last tournament. She yeah. scored plenty of goals and she didn't even start. So no, if no. she could do that again Her, while starting... She was brilliant. Yeah, and while she will have to compete with Rachel Daly for minutes, and she may well miss that third group game, that's the other negative of having a of having a less competitive group is yeah. you may be rested. So Golden Boot and stuff like that—that's one less game, of course. But, but uh, yeah, to play the tournament, I she will be consistent over the tournament. With that I think. Top goals for she could definitely stat. No offense to Haiti, but England can stat pad there. Yeah, I wouldn't disrespect Haiti. I think they'd no, like, they're looking no, quite decent. But like Russo could at least get a double. Could yeah, should. Probably will. <laughs> yeah, I think Haiti will be the... That's obviously our first game. That'll be an interesting one if we can... You know, them, that way put us in very good stead. Yeah. But, yeah. My player of the tournament then, I've gone for someone who doesn't often get recognised. So this is a bit more of a rogue shout because yeah. I know, you know, a lot of the time it's the forwards, it's the wingers, it's the players that do the fun things. I've gone for someone who won't be recognised as much but a player I rate very highly, Jill Rod. Obviously mm. just got that big money move to Manchester City. I think she is just an incredible player. She's so energetic in midfield, great tackler. She gets everywhere. She's very much an N'Golo Kante type profile. Not very yeah. tall, but gets everywhere and good going forward. Good, good at driving that ball forwards for the Netherlands. I think that'll be really useful and I do think the Netherlands are going deep. I think they may even be... Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll be one of the final four, I reckon, at least. But yeah, they're a very good side. They should be going deep. We'll be interested to see. And yeah. I think if they do, she'll be crucial. Because their their attack is weakened, they've got no Vivian Miedema. Of course, they've still got players like Lika Mertens who and uh, Bierenstein, who are fantastic footballers. But I think Jill Ward could her importance could be heightened this summer because they don't have Miedema. Yeah. Finally, then, young player of the tournament. Who are you thinking for young player now, of the tournament? Now, again, no, there was another one. There was quite a few candidates for this one. Now, I have yeah. kind of just used the, you know there's proof in the pudding for this one. I've gone mm. for Le- uh, Lena Erbedeff. Yeah. I mean, this one is pretty easy. You yeah. know, she picked it up at the Euros, which, you know, again, isn't surprising. She is a very, very good player, despite only being 21 years of age. She looked brilliant. 
in the um the what is the Bundesliga? I don't like the Frauen Bundesliga. The Frauen is Bundesliga. Still, yeah. I mean, just magical again across the board. Champions League, same thing. She's been really, really solid. I mean, Wolfsburg team that got to the final. Mm. She played really, really well in that. You look back to those Euros. You know, she was brilliant defensively. That's exactly why she won it. I'd say average rating of seven point eight five across five football games is is brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. And I just don't see anyone beating her to it this year. Fair enough. I've I've gone for a bit more of a boring pick, but I want to do some honourable mentions first because I feel like. With these player of the tournament, young player of the tournament type awards, they often overlook the, the players with the smaller size that don't get a mm. sparring tournament. It tends to go to a player on one of the sides that gets to the final yeah. or the semis that just happens to be under 21. That yeah. tends to be how it goes. But I'm going to go... So, so for some honourable mentions first, I'm going to go for Haiti winger or attack midfielder, sorry, Melchie Dumonet. She's a very exciting 18-year-old. We'll join Leon next season. That's been announced just before this tournament. So... I think she's a really incredible talent. I think if Haiti are going to have any luck this summer, she's going to have to do a lot. Because let's be honest, Haiti aren't the strongest, but no. she is she is a good player. She's only 18. This is a chance yeah. to, to really prove her worth, I think. And the other one is the Colombian winger, Linda Quesado. Of course, joined Real Madrid a year ago, I believe it was now, when she was only 17. She was immense in the Copa America in 2022. Mm. And I think if she can carry that into the World Cup, then I definitely think they could, that Colombia could yeah. do something. Yeah. They've got a, an interesting group, of course, with Germany, Morocco, and South Korea. That's not really easy to get out of because you'd expect Germany to be top, and then the other three will fight out for second place. Yeah. So it's going to be difficult. I think she could be a real difference maker. Plays off the left wing, very exciting player, gets a lot of goals. It's very exciting, as I say. But I think they often give these to the better players. Well, not to, not to the better players, but the teams playing for the stronger nations. Therefore, I'm going for Lauren James. Yeah. So I do think England are going to go do deep. I do think she's a really, really good player. And with Beth Mead out the side, I think she'll likely start. Can't really see who starts on that left wing oh, ahead of her. I would. A lot say. of weight on her shoulders with um, as you, you know, her first international because she wasn't there in the Euro, the Euro 20. She wasn't there in the. Euro, no, she didn't play in the Euros. No. So her first major international tournament, as yeah. you say, got to step up in the place of a injured, you know, an injured world class player. In Beth Mead, mm. you know, took the Euros by storm. Big shoes to fill for Lauren James, but I think she can fill them. I was going to say, if there's anyone that can deal with the expectation, it's Lauren James. Yeah. She's been doing that her whole career because everyone knows exactly who she is because of Reese James. Yeah. And yet she always performs. If you looked at her, if you watched her for Chelsea this season, she has been yeah. exceptional and I think she will adapt to the international tournament just as I she's mean, adapted this to is, that. This is her tournament to go from being known as Reese James's sister mm. to being known as Lauren James. Yeah, and I hope she does get recognised more for her own talents yeah. because she's an incredible footballer. Of course, only 21, I think, so she is very That's much like, eligible for this award. All those news that go, oh, Reese James' sister now plays yeah. She is Lauren James, yeah. and she's going to put her name out there. She deserves recognition Call on her own. Calling it now. Yeah, she's not Phil Neville. She, they're they're yeah. equals. <laughs> equals siblings. Shall we get to the tournament tree? We're yes. going to go for all the groups. We've done our own groups, with, uh, and then that will work out, of course, throughout the tournament tree. We'll go for the groups, look at the sides, look at the key players for every team, and talk about who, we'll think, who we think will finish where. So, yeah. Shall we start, then, with, of course, Group A? It would be very strange to start anywhere else. <laughs> with, of course, uh, an interesting lineup. So, just to run for yeah. the teams, firstly, in Group A, we've got Hosts New Zealand, or Joint Hosts yeah. New Zealand. We've got Norway, we've got Switzerland, and we have the Philippines. So, yeah. Who do we who do we expect to be the strongest in this group? I think we're looking at Switzerland. Really? I, I That's re- interesting. I know it's interesting because I know Norway are very good. 
I think it's going to be close between those two. Yeah. Obviously, Norway, the likes of Guro Wright and Ada Hedeberg. You know, mm. That's just to name a few in the attacking department. So, so am I right in saying we're both on Philippine bottom then? Yes. Yeah. I, I think they're obviously good enough to get to a World Cup because they are yeah, here, of course. But they are going to struggle from here. They do have a decent forward, of course, Quinley Quezada. She's scored a lot of goals uh, playing out in Serbia for Red Star Belgrade. She's, of course, their striker. If she can score, maybe they can get through. I just don't know how many chances they're going to create. I just don't see them beating our three teams in the in the division in the group. <laughs> no, probably not. They've all, they have got Alan Stakic, who is the Formula Australia manager as their manager now. He's been in charge since twenty twenty one. That could have an that you know that could be really useful. Yeah. I don't know though. I feel like he his experience won't make up for the lack of experience no. throughout the squad but he's on home soil who knows what happened yeah potentially maybe he'll be able to speak Australian to the fans they'll all love him and they get some kangaroo magic while they do down there kangaroo magic yeah. but yeah so then third am I right in saying we're back on New Zealand yes as, as much as they're hosts I just don't That's think they're going to be yeah they've got the home crowd and then yeah, not really much else. Manager, very experienced, very experienced in women's football. Former Czech international as well, uh, Jitka Klimkova, very mm. good player in her day as well. Uh, twenty twenty one, she joined, so she's been there in preparation for this tournament over the last two years. Yeah, I don't think the squad has got that talent. They've no. got some, it's a very old squad as well. I would say they've got uh, Percival at Tottenham. Yeah. Gotten her first in but she's she's the most capped player for yeah. New Zealand. They've also got Ali Riley, their captain, who has played a lot of games. I think she's their star player, but yeah, centre half, great leader, but I don't know if that will translate to performance. But yeah, I also have to say yeah. I love the team names for some of the US teams because a- a- Ali Riley plays for Angel City FC, and we're going to go for a few more of those team names yeah, as, as we go yeah, through yeah. some of the star players. But yeah, I just I think New Zealand on home soil won't be able to pull it off. Fair enough. So those top two positions are much more contested then. Who have you gone to top the group? I've gone Switzerland. Ooh, rogue. It is rogue. I, I, it is very close. It is Fair really, enough, really yeah. close. I just think both... I, I, to be honest, I think it could be on goal difference. Mm. They could both go... I, I, I don't know what could separate them over 90 minutes. It would be very difficult. I think they're two very close games. Again, two teams that have just have those standout players that can provide a massive moment yeah. in Switzerland. You're looking towards Lay um, Le- Lehman, Alicia Lehman. Alicia Lehman. I think she's good, but I wouldn't say she's even the best of the front three. I think she's the worst of the front three. Of course, they've got the Barcelona forward, whose name is very easy to pronounce, Harry. No, I'm going to Kurnogorovic. Senogocevic, of course. Anna, Anna Marie Senogocevic. She is a very talented footballer. It's not, it's not she's scary. really good. <laughs> she, she will be very good this tournament. Alicia yeah. Lehman's the one everyone knows because she is... A very talented player and yeah. has a great personality. So a lot of people. She's dating Douglas Lewis as well. What? They dated, then broke up, and then got back together. Oh right, she's not t- dating her. Because yeah. he was going to leave to Arsenal, weren't he? But decided not and to. Yeah. Wow, that is uh, that is so nice. Who else is that? Oh, the striker, of course, Ramon Bukanan. Ramos Buchanan she is very good as well I think she will I think she'll have a good tournament my only fear with Switzerland is their manager is brand new she only joined a couple months ago I think there was a dispute with the former manager that seems to be a theme in a lot of these women's national teams is that the manager seems to be like not liked by anyone but 
Yeah, they've brought in a new, a, a new manager, Inka Grings, who is a former German international and is the leading all-time Frauen Bundesliga top scorer. So, wow. if there's anyone mm. to try and ignite some goals for Switzerland, it's going to be Inka. I think they've got a good team. They could. I think they'll definitely get out of the groups. I just don't think they top, they top it for me. Obviously, you, enough, you're backing yeah. them too. For me, it's Norway. They are very good. They are an incredibly strong side. You could pick up many, many talents yeah. from the Norway side to pick as a star player. I've not gone for Ada Hegerberg because that's boring. I've gone for Gura Wrighton because she's what season she just has. the best player in the world. <laughs> I think she's very, very good. As a, cho- as, a fan, as a Chelsea fan who has watched her a lot this season, I think she is very, very I don't, and I'm, by the way, I'm not being serious about this. She's the best I, I, friend in the world. She's not like, the best friend in the world. She's But good. she's going to be. She, she's going to win a Ballon d'Or, convinced of that. Mm. What? Yeah, fair She's going to do it. She's, she is very good. Yeah. And she had a brilliant campaign for Chelsea this season. Yeah, operating up that left hand side. And of course, Ada Hegerberg, she is ridiculous. Pretty good. She's yeah. really pretty good. <laughs> but again, the manager hasn't been with them a while. Hegerisa, who is a very good manager, we'll get into her credentials in just a moment, but she only joined last summer. So she's not been there long. But if she can get that team playing well, that will work. But in terms of what she's done, well, she was the England interim manager. Under which manager do you think, do you think that was? Was it Phil Neville? <laughs> it was Phil Neville. Uh, she came in after Phil Neville as an interim manager and then went over to be the uh, Norway full-time. And then we got in Serena Ivan. And the rest is history. Yes, of course. But, yeah, well, was there not so- no, there's, was there someone between Phil Neville? No, there wasn't. Was no. there? It was before Phil Neville, the whole... No. <laughs> No one after Phil Neville. But, uh, so she is a former Norway international and actually won the Golden Bull at the 1995 World Cup. Wow. So again, she comes with her credentials. She is a Norway legend. Maybe she and maybe she can inspire these Norwegians to go very, very far in the tournament. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I think I think they'll top the group. I think they've got a really good side. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, that Inca can make the difference there. Not Inca, sorry. Hega, Risa. Yeah. Up next then, Group B. This is, of course, Australia, Canada, Nigeria and Ireland. Australia, the hosts again, a very strong side. Canada, a very, very good team, but always seem to be like America's little brother. They're yeah. little sister, I should say, in this context. But they don't, they're never really as competitive as the US, no. but they could have a good go of it this year. Then you've got Nigeria, who are a bit more dark horses. They are a good side, but I wouldn't put them right up there with the best. And then, of course, you have Ireland, who... I believe this is our first ever Women's World Cup. So again, another sort of unknown. Could be a dark horse. I just don't think they're getting through this group. Where have you, where have you put Ireland? Because I think I, we might have put them in the same place. Up and bottom. Yeah. Because for me, you know, not being too, you know, not knowing too much about international women's football. Yeah. They've got, uh, you know, to, looking through the list of names, they've got one who also, you know, Katie McCabe. Yeah. She's injured. Is she? Uh, well, it's it's weird. This isn't expected to return on the sixth of July. Obviously, that was that's passed. That has happened. But Eleven days she's ago. still injured. I, th- I she might be all right. Where she seems even if she play. is all right, decent defender, very good defender, very in fact. very good defender. She's not going to stop everything, though. Well, she's not going to play in defence. So the way Ireland set up, if they play a five back like they have in some friendly, she'll play at left wing back. If she if they play with wingers, she's going to play on the wing because they haven't got anyone better. I've never met a left back that could play left wing and right wing. Bale. Yeah, but he didn't do both <laughs> at the same time. What do you mean? He's one after the other. Yeah, but no. Uh, well, Fridolina Rolfo. That's crazy. <laughs> Why is that crazy? Because like, some people are uh, you rubbish see like... in f- football in one position, let alone being quality in two. But you see, it with like Zinchenko, it's players that play deeper for their and, and uh, Alaba does it as well. 
I think he plays middle of field, doesn't he, for Austria? Yeah. I want to say, or he's... No, he plays left back, doesn't he, for 300 play centre back. Okay, I, th- I thought he played. I he think when he used to play, when he used to play left back for Austria, I think he then played a little higher for his national side. But you'd see it where these, where the teams that aren't as strong have a very good player, and they decide to just put them near the front of the pitch because they need yeah. to score them goals. But yeah, they've got, uh, they have got a very experienced manager, Vera Port, the former Houston Dash manager. Now you may not know who Houston Dash are, but that is one of the better sides in the. Uh, is it the NWSL? I want to say. Yeah. The Houston, yeah, the Houston Dash again. It sounds like a, <laughs> that's they're not even the best ones that we've gone through so far. But yeah, former Houston Dash manager, she's very experienced. I think maybe she can, I don't know, help Ireland do something. I just I don't think there's much hope for Ireland at this tournament. I have also put them bottom. Yes, third. Then have we put the same team third? I put Nigeria. We have then now. They have got Asasat Oshuala, but that is it. About, but that is a very I good player. I think she will score enough goals yeah. then to beat Ireland, but not enough then to go through. They strike me as a Poland type. They've got yeah. Lewandowski, but they've got some decent players elsewhere, but they're not really going to go deep. No. But they are they are all right. Obviously, Asasat Oshuala is the best player, Barcelona striker, elite goal scorer. She will do well this tournament, I would imagine. Interestingly, their manager, Randy Waldrum, is also a former Houston Dash manager. So who's Dash are getting through those matches and they're bung off international yeah. duty. But he, yeah, he is uh, he's also a former Houston Dash manager and now of course the manager of Nigeria. So yeah, they should I think they could be yeah. a surprise package, but that will rely on one of the other two sides, Canada or Australia, having a very poor tournament. Which I think they will. Who are we predicting top of the week then? Who have you gone for? I've put Canada. Oh can we disagree with the two with the uh, two teams yeah. at the top? I have gone Australia. It's their home tournament. They've got Samantha Kerr. They're the two. <laughs> I mean, processes. it's going to come down to the Chelsea lot. Chelsea, yeah. Canada with the Chelsea trio of new signing Lawrence, yep, Buchanan, both them defending, and Jesse Fleming running the show in midfield. And they've also got they've also got Hitema, Jordan Hitema, Hitema, yeah, she's pretty good as well up front. Yeah. Um, Who's in Australia? They've got Sam Kerr and a home nation dream. I think they're going to go far. And Wallabies. I so. think they're going to go far. They've not. There's not just Sam Kerr in the team. I think there were some other names I recognised when I was looking through the Australian side. I think that Sam Kerr is so good she can carry them to a win, though. Probably. So I think they are very good. Caitlin Ford, at Arsenal. Yeah. Very decent player. Could cause some problems. There's a couple of other City forwards here who I don't know if they exactly start uh, they've not done well this season but they have got some decent players someone plays for Everton Claire Wheeler Ellie Carpenter as well of course at oh, Leon. so fair, yeah. it's not a bad little side I think they can definitely do something this tournament Australia uh, they've got Tony Gustafsson who has experience winning the World Cup but not as a manager he was the USMNT, USWNT assistant manager when they were obviously winning their, winning yeah, it every year not, not bad, <laughs> in 2015 and 2019 I think they won it of course yeah, not bad. but I think he was the assistant manager for all that time he then left when who was the manager of the US oh Jill Ellis when Jill Ellis left he left as well and then he took the Australian manager's job in 2020 so well, he's been with them a couple of years to. he could definitely cause some prob. he could definitely Build a team that can win a World Cup yeah. because he's been involved in that sort of setup. So I think they'll go far. They've got the home nation behind them. We've seen yeah. in recent years how that can be so crucial, of course. Well, actually, not in recent years. Brazil were tragic. They lost 7 1. And yeah. Qatar don't exactly set the world online in those tournaments. 
And then in who hosted twenty nineteen in the Women's World Cup? I want to say it's Netherlands. They lost in the final, but I might be wrong there. Can't remember now. But obviously England won in twenty twenty two. So yeah, it does it does help having that home advantage. And then Canada, who you think will top the group? Why do you think they'll top the group? Is it just those those quality yeah, players? I, they, for me, defensively, they will be solid. So they okay. can just keep a clean sheet and then just try and get Hoytema or, or Fleming or someone to, whoever else just to score a goal. Yeah. Interestingly, the manager, Beverly Priestman, I want you to guess what connection does she have with Phil Neville? Beverly Priestman. So I'm guessing she's American? I can't remember, to be all or, honest. Or Canadian. I don't. Charlotte. I don't know. Anyway, she does have. She. How do you think? What's the link between her and Neville? Do they date? They no. They just oh. not say. She was the assistant manager of England at oh, the time right. when Phil yeah. Neville was the manager. But they, I don't think they dated. Either way, yeah. So she is now the Canada manager. She is. She's been there since 2020. Again, left when Phil Neville left, of course. But yeah, so she's worked with Phil Neville. Learned under that. Very useful. Experience. Beverly yeah. Priestman. What? That is not an English name. Yeah, Priestman's a very English surname. Oh, hang on. Oh no, no. But also, she could be born in England, but have like American yes, or Canadian so. parents or something like that. Beverly but I don't know Beverly Priestman's no, entire either. past. And but if she wants to come on the podcast and tell us about can, it, yeah, she's more than welcome to. Looking at the Canadian players, then I have picked out Jesse Fleming as their star player. I don't think that. Is a surprise to anyone. No. She's very talented. We saw that, obviously, with Frank Kirby out injured. Chelsea have turned to Fleming on many an occasion this season. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think she's a very talented attacking midfielder. Scores a lot of goals, creates a lot of chances. And they don't have many other attackers. That's, no. you know, a lot no. of their strength is, you know, Lawrence at left back, Buchanan at centre-half. Obviously, they've got Heitema, who yeah. she will be feeding with chances. They will hope. If she, I think she's fit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think she's... Uh, been out injured but no. yeah so Fleming Heitman they could form a good attack that should get them through I don't think I'll top the yeah. group though I think that's a very rogue prediction from you but fair right. enough group C then who is in group C well it was of course Costa Rica Japan Spain and Zambia my dark horse is Zambia is again I think this group this group might be a lot more different to the other ones where we've gone for different different teams in different places I think the bottom team though will be the same have you gone for Costa Rica yes Again, it's just a thing of I don't think they're strong enough. I couldn't no. really find out much information about them, but they do have says it all. a good striker in Raquel Rodriguez, who it plays for the Portland Thorns. Now, that's the same team that, is it Sophie Taylor of the US WNT plays for? So they are both forwards there. She's very good. I don't know if she can carry this team on her back. She's not no. exactly an Asasat Oshuala or something no. like that. The manager, again, couldn't find much about Amelia Valverde. She's been managing since 2015, this team. So, spent a long time with them. I don't think that's yeah. going to make a huge world of difference. No. I can't quite remember if this is Costa Rica's first tournament. I don't think it is. I think they were in 2019. But, yeah, I couldn't find out a lot about their squad or anything too interesting. So, yeah, I don't think they're going to be going deep. But no. you never know. You never no. know. They might yeah. completely shock us. Third, who have you gone for? I've gone for Zambia. I just don't think they've got enough. I've not gone for Zambia. I think Zambia are getting through. That's because they could be. I just think Spain, despite having half a squad, is still quality. They are, of And course. Japan have got some very good standout players. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we've mentioned Zambia a bit then. Of course, they have uh, Barbara Banda, who we've spoken about. Yeah. But their manager then, Bruce Mwape. 
What a name. I know. And he is, he's a very happy man because he has brought Zambia their greatest successful period. They've never, really got, they've never got to a World Cup before. This is their first World Cup. And yeah, they've looked, they've looked very good in other international yeah. tournaments. They've not really been doing anything before he joined. And then he's got them into World Cups and competing for AFCONs and stuff. So yeah, more, more competitive. They've not been in the final yeah, stuff, yeah. but they've been more competitive. And I think they could be the dark horses of this tournament. But yes, yeah, so I've put them second. My third place side is Japan. Where have you put Japan? I put Japan top. Ooh. So you put Spain second? Yeah. Fair enough. I was thinking about even knocking Spain out, but I put them top because I just think, despite the fact they're missing a lot of their squad, it's still Spain. They are it still very is, good. But I just think Japan are going to put on a show. Fair enough. Yeah, so Japan now uh, managed by Fatoshi Ikeda, who people may recognise as he is a former Japan men's side international. So yeah. former international for them, very decent player. In terms of the key player then, Yui Hasegawa is the obvious one. Of course, the Manchester City midfielder. She is a very energetic player. She's a good goal scorer and marvellous creator as well. So I think she's everything that you want in a midfielder. I think she can definitely do very well for, for Japan. And if they're going to get yeah. anything, they're going to have to rely on her yeah. pulling out some very, very good performances. Definitely. Spain then, well, we've already spoken about the troubles going into this tournament, the trials and the tribulations. How much do you think that will hinder them? Oh, it definitely will. I, I was. I think they're scraping through these groups, and then if they push on from there, I'll be very stunned. It's a shame because it's a very good Spain team. It is. It They've is. got some very, very talented players. I mean, clearly, they have a reason to not bother to turn up. Um, yeah, I don't know what's happened there between Jorge Vilda and the rest of the squad. But, but as professional football, you don't just turn up because you don't want to. No. They've not got anything no. better to do, have they? But. Yeah, in terms of a star player then, well, this could also be a problem. Alexia Putas, of course, has been injured all season. She is yeah. fighting against time to try and get fit for this tournament. She has played, I think, in a few friendlies. She obviously made the last game of the season, for she, uh, the Champions League final, yeah. I think. Last, yeah, they did get the Champions League final, didn't what they? Game played in that final. So, yeah, she's a very, very good player. If she's fit, she can be that star player for Spain. She can get, guide them through this tournament, even though they've not got the strongest squad that they could have. I just I am worried that even if she is fit, she could get injured throughout the rest of the tournament. Yeah. This wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised to see a recurring injury there. So yeah, hopefully she's all right, and hopefully she can yeah. guide Spain because they've not got a lot else going for them this tournament at all. Into Group D then. Now this one is a uh, of course a very interesting group for us. It's England's group. Yeah, England's group. We should be fairly comfortable in this. Have we both got England top? Definitely. Yes. I don't think there's much no. introduction needed. I'm sure a lot of our audience are, are English. Obviously, yeah. we all have fans. Hopefully, from elsewhere. Uh, because if not, our stream's going to be very empty because all the yeah. English people are going to be asleep. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of England, then. Of course, we all know who Serena Weigman is. She is very, very successful. Euros winner with Holland in 2017. And, of course, with England in 2022. Yeah. She's also a World Cup finalist in 2019 with the Dutch national side. So, she knows what it takes to get to final. She knows especially what it takes to win tournaments. And she'll be desperate for her first World Cup with an England side that took silverware, of course, in 2022. So... There is every chance England could bring it home this summer. In terms of a key performer, now everyone wants to look at those those Lauren Lauren Jameses and you know Alessia Russo Elatoon, the goal scorers or even the goalkeepers with Mary Ups and stuff. It's the midfielders we don't really focus on. So I want to draw some of the attention to Kira Walsh. Of course, the records transfer, I believe, still yeah. for the women's game at four hundred grand, which seems better to say when the record in the men's is two hundred million, but yeah, still a very, very big achievement for her. It proves her quality at such yeah. a at such a young age that she is commanding such a high fee. And yet she is brilliant. She, If we are going to control games, she's going to be pivotal in that. Of course, we know how good 
she is on the ball. We know how good she is at controlling the possession. So for me, she's going to be crucial. She's also very useful at screening the back four. Yeah. And when we don't have the strongest defence, as we said this year, without the likes of Williamson, we should have bronze. But still, without the strongest defence, I am slightly concerned. But with Walsh there, we should be more than fine. Yeah, especially to get through the groups. Bottom of the group, then, I think we'll look at next. Who have you gone? I think gone. this is a really difficult group to predict, in my opinion. Is it? Yeah. I've After gone England. Ha- I've gone Haiti bottom. Harsh. No. Probably fair. <laughs> I quite like Haiti. I, think I don't think they're very good. Fair enough. I put them third, but it's really close because China are very, very good. And I've put them bottom. But it was close. I don't. Denmark are very much carried, by the way, for, by Penila Harder, in my opinion. Yeah. Because if she wasn't there, I would be very reluctant to put them through. But in terms of Haiti, then, because you put them bottom, I put them third. I think they're decent. So obviously their first ever World Cup, and they have Nicolas Delapine as mm. their as their manager. Again, Mercy Dominates go to a lot of the carrying there if they're going to get any yeah. results. I think they can get third, though. I think they could beat China. That's going to be a very difficult game for them. China are very successful. They have won like every Asian Cup ever. Yeah. But I just I just think Haiti could get that win there. But yeah. Mm. it's going to be interesting to see in terms of China then because you put them third I put them fourth yeah. so it only makes sense to go on to them next they are managed by Shui Zing Yai I think is how you pronounce her name Jing Zhe I don't I'll be honest I hope there's some Chinese fans watching if you are please do tell us how to pronounce your manager's name because I, I don't really know how to but she is a former Chinese international now quite interestingly she was in the team they won like five consecutive Asian Cups they then didn't win the Asian Cup and she came back as manager for the next Asian Cup and they won it. So she knows what it takes to win things because she's yeah. very, very good at that. But obviously the World Cup is a bigger stretch. I don't know if they'll be able to get me out. No, if that's why the group's on. They um, could. I wouldn't be surprised to see Denmark be poor because they have only yeah. really got Penila Harder, a couple of other decent players. But I could see them being that sort of... That Germany 2018 is the best way to describe yeah. it. Or yeah. Germany 2022. Either way, yeah. you could uh, you could describe it. But they have got a standout player in Wang Shuang, who is a very good striker. Plays for Racing Louisville, who are, of course, another yeah. really fun uh, US team. But yeah, she's, she's very young. Good player, though. I think she could definitely cause some problems. I just don't think they're going to be getting out of the groups, though. No. But yeah, up next then, Group E. Now this, I would almost say this is a group of death. Because other than Vietnam, yeah. who are the, the death, and, death, and the death part of that group of death, I think it's very, 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 very competitive. Vietnam, then. Shall we start with them? That's not very good. Are we putting? Are we both putting them bottom? Yes. Wow, that's truly shocking. Now they are going to be. They are a good start. Well, they are a good, good enough side to get here, but they're not really good enough to compete with the teams that are in no. their group. They have. Uh, they're managed by Mei Duck Chung, who is the oldest, or sorry, the longest serving manager. In women's football, how long do you think she's been? At, oh, I don't, I can't remember the. He, he, sorry, how long do you think he's been going? Thirteen years. No, he has been managing it since nineteen ninety-seven. What? He has been managing the Vietnam twenty-six years. Vietnam women's team since nineteen ninety-seven, and now he's finally, finally got them to their first Is World Cup. Is he not bored? Well, that's a life achievement. Though. You took a side that could never get there all the way to a World Cup. Good for him. Yeah, 26 years of his life. What's his name? Mei Duck Chung. Mei Duck Chung. Since 1997. Well They're going strong. But yeah, their squad isn't really strong enough. But in terms of a stand-up player, they have Hoin Nhu, I believe is how you pronounce her name. She's a striker, plays for Vila Vedense in the Portuguese league. Again, she's good. She's not going to go. They're not going very far. They're not, especially not in this group. 
Third, then, I think this is quite obvious again, just because this uh, this team are one step off the US and the Netherlands. It's, of course, Portugal. Yeah. Third, right? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So they've got Francisco Neto. And well, to be fair, Portugal, we look at their men's team, obviously, and predict, presume their women's team will be as good, but they're not really. They've never, yeah. They didn't really get... They were very bad when... We, you know, the World Cup, the Women's World Cup was in its infancy when Women's World was really starting to get going. And they really, it was only really recently that they've actually become all right. The match by Francesco Neto, who took over in 2014, and he has took them to their first Euros and their first World Cup in the last few years. Yeah. I believe this is their second or third World Cup now. But they have been in the first, they have been in the World Cup before. They're not, they've not really got, I don't think, what it takes to compete with the US no. Olympians, though. So... They are a good side. They have got a stand-up player, I would say, in Jessica Silva. I think she is very, very talented. Plays for Benfica. She's, of course, a striker. Very technically good. Very gifted on the ball. And a very good finisher. Yeah. But she, they don't really have that overall quality that a US have, no. that a Netherlands have, to be able to, to take it to take it any further than the group stage. But still a decent side. Yeah. They're not really going to be able to, to do a lot more of than that. No. Up next, then, should we talk about the Netherlands or should we talk about the US? Who have you put top? I put Netherlands. Ooh, I disagree. I put US top, Ooh. Netherlands second. I think that game is going to be very, very exciting. That is in week two of the tournament, I believe. We will, of course, be live for that one because that's going to be a cracker between the US, WNT, yeah. and the Netherlands. Who should we start? Should we start with US? Yeah, sure. US, a new manager for this World Cup from the ones that, from obviously Jill Ellis, who won 2015 and 2019. Vlatko Andonovsky came in just after Ellis left. Now, he is very experienced in women's football, but he's not Jill Ellis. And that no. could make a difference, of course. It could. There is a slight change. There's going to be a change in system, change in culture, stuff like that. I don't, it's still the US, though, isn't it? And they have still got some quality players. In terms yeah. of a star player, well, we could have looked at. You know, Megan Rapinoe. You could look at someone like younger, like Sophia Smith. I've gone in the middle for Alex Morgan. Again, I still yeah. think this will probably be her last World Cup. She might get one more because obviously Rapinoe is 37 as well. 38. 38 now, sorry. So, yeah, Morgan is 34. She is on the older side, but she could definitely do something. Obviously, plays for San Diego Wave in the US, which, yeah, again, great name for a football side. And yeah, she's a fantastic finisher, isn't she? Her numbers yeah. speak for themselves. She's got a lot, a lot of goals on international, on an international level. She will do well this World Cup, most yeah. likely. If US are going to do well, she will do well as well. Okay, up next, the next group is Group F. We've only got three more groups to go. Group F is a very interesting mm. one. This is where your dark horses, Jamaica, reside. Oh, we didn't do Netherlands, sorry. Well done. Netherlands are good. That's all really to be said. Yeah, yeah, they good. have Andreas Jonker, who came in in 2022, uh, who replaced, I think they had a stopgap in between on Serena Weichmann. That didn't really yeah, work. No. They brought in Jonker after a, was it after the, I think it was after the Euros. The Euros went to shit. They brought in Andreas Jonker, who is a former Wolfsburg's men manager. Men's manager. So he has experience mm-hmm. in the men's game as well. And then he's come over to the women's game and managed a few different sides, yeah. I think. A few different international mm-hmm. teams, I believe. Or, yeah, he's experienced across, uh, across the women's game. He's a very good manager. They're a very good team. The Netherlands are going to be one of the favourites for this tournament. Yeah. That is no surprise. In the absence of Vivian Miedema, though, someone will have to step up and fill that spot. I think Lika Mertens will do that exceptionally. She, of course, people forget this, but she was the Ballon d'Or winner. The last time yeah. the World Cup was coming around, she was the Ballon d'Or winner. So, 
injuries have plagued her over the last few seasons. But if she can stay fit for this tournament, she will be very, very good. And without yeah. Vivian Miedema, the spotlight's on her. She needs to perform. She needs to be bagging goals for the Netherlands. I think she can. She can to live when the pressure's on. Plays for PSG now, of course. And yeah, I think she's a very, very talented player. Great on the ball. Yeah. Great finisher. A really, really good player. Up next then, Group F. Uh, I was jumping the gun earlier, but now we can move on to Group F. This is where your dark horses reside. Shall we start with them? Where have you put Jamaica? Do you think they're getting through? I do. Ooh. So that means you've gone for one of Brazil or France to be I grouped. I'll find out in a minute, aren't I? Oh, so Jamaica then, of course, very strong. I don't think they're getting through, in my opinion. I, I think, think they're going to be third. Sure, is just going to score her way. Just so into, many goals. We've already mentioned, of course, Khadija Shaw, second goal score, top goal scorer in the Premier League. Yeah. Essentially, a top goal scorer, but of course, Rachel Day. She's changed since the first time I mentioned her. <laughs> yeah. I just think she'll do enough. I think they'll score enough yeah. goals. Jamaica's record goal scorer already. Yeah. 55 goals in 38 games. Crazy. That is ludicrous. I think she'll keep that up. That's ludicrous. I mean, if she does, they're going to waltz this yeah. tournament because she's going to score like three a match. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so she, yeah, she's a very, very good player. Plays for Manchester City, of course, and yeah, very good season. They were unfortunate to miss out on the title, but it was such a tight battle at the top. It could have gone either way to any of Arsenal, United, City, but of course, it went to Chelsea, who are the best. But yes, yeah. they are managed now by Lorna Donaldson, who came in last year. I can't remember. I think there was some sort of scandal I was reading about with the last manager. But anyway, Lorna Donaldson came <laughs> what in. What is it with managers? And he's, his credentials are, you know, he's had a bit of uh, managing across yeah. women's football. But he's, he's most notably was the Colorado Rapid, Rapids, uh, obviously the men's side, assistant manager. So yeah, he yeah, did that for bad. a bit. And now he's coming over to women's football to try and make a name for himself here. He's done well with Jamaica so far. I don't know whether they are going to go deep in the tournament. You seem yeah. to think they will. I think they will. Fair enough. I think they're decent. I just don't think they're a France or a Brazil. Fair enough. So that means... Oh, I mean... Should we go to Panama next? Because I'm guessing yeah. who you've put bottom. Yeah. I don't Fair think enough. they're very good. Yeah, it's their first World Cup. And I really liked... I was reading an interview by their manager, Ignacio Quintana. And he was talking about how happy he was just to get to the World Cup. Yeah. It was such a he was he was saying how it's such an important moment for Panama as a nation just to get here and for the squad that have worked so hard to be able to get to a World Cup now yeah. and of course to inspire all the young all the young girls watching the tournament Panamanians. so yeah all the young Panamanians is that what they call them <laughs> that's like Panamanians yeah Panamese. I don't think it's Panamanians. Anyway, if there's any Panamanians watching, please tell us how you would describe a group of, or a collective of Panama people from Panama. But yeah, so it's their first World Cup. They're massive outsiders. They've not been drawn a nice group at all. A star player then, I'm going to go for Marta Cox. She plays middle of field. She scores goals. She's a good player. She's, and crucially, she scored the winning goal, I think, in their... I think it's the Intercontinental Cup, Intercontinental Cup final thing that got them into the World Cup. So she scored in that game. That's how I know about her. She plays middle of field, plays for Pachuca uh, on club level, the Mexican first division side. She's a very good player. If they're going to do anything, which is unlikely, she'll be involved. Yeah, Panamanians. Yeah. They are pan. They are the Panamanians. Fantastic. So then, Brazil or France? Who have you put third? Brazil. No way. Not Marta crashing out of the sixth, yeah, uh, sixth Gisi, World Cup. Gisi. Gisi. Wow, I, I can't believe it. Anyway, we'll run through Brazil, of course. PSN, who got the manager, joined 2019 after their World Cup. They didn't have a very good World Cup, so they placed the manager. She's a former Sweden international, so she knows what it takes to win or to get far in tournaments. 
In terms of a key player, do I need to say anything more than Marta? What a player. I mean, probably not going to be the key performer, but in terms of a presence, she is arguably the best women's football of all time. In fact, inarguably, she is the best. She is the GOAT. That is indisputable, in my opinion, right now. Maybe Mia Hamm, maybe, you know, in the future, we'll be looking at someone like Megan Rapinoe, someone like Alexia Puteas. But right now, my GOAT 100% is Marta. I don't think anyone can, you know, yeah. can, de- can doubt that. But yeah. This is her last chance, her last one last dance to try and get Brazil another World Cup. But yes, yeah, she is going to her sixth World Cup. That is yeah. incredible longevity. And yeah, of course, now plays for Orlando Pride, which is another US side. And yes, yeah, she plays out front. In case you didn't know, Marta's very good. She will be good at this tournament. A great finisher, bags of experience. And yeah, I think Brazil should get through the groups. You always said to get out, go out. Why? It's just that Khadija Shaw's going to score eight yeah, past. Yeah, I think that's going to get unlucky. Okay. It's going to be like rolled on something like goals scored. It's going to kind of like Khadija Shaw scoring that seven. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know. I just can't see Brazil being knocked out. I have gone Brazil second, though. I think we've been unanimous across who's going to top the group. That is France. Yeah. They were very strong for this tournament. Of course, they have sat the manager. She had a lot of disagreements with the squad. I, thought, or was it? I can't he, I think. Can't remember who the previous manager was. Anyway, half the squad refused to play. Most notably, Ren- Wendy Renard, which yeah. is basically shooting yourself in the foot when yeah. Wendy Renard refuses to play Love for you. Wendy. But they have gone out and replaced them, replaced the four manager with yeah. another Renard, Hervé Renard. Now, a lot of people who maybe haven't watched women's football uh, will be familiar with him at least because he was, of course, the Saudi Arabia manager in the Qatar 2022 World Cup. So he's a very, very good manager. Like we saw that yeah. in the tournament, they played. He played, you know, immense defensive football to get through games. They beat, beat Argentina. Argentina. If you can do that with a he's side that aren't very Lionel good, Messi. he's now taking a very strong squad with the likes of Wendy Renard, with the likes of they Eugene Lasoma. They could. And I've picked out a star player, not who you'd expect, but I'm going to go for Grace Gayuro. She has been very. Every time I've watched her, she's impressed me. Uh, when she played for PSG, I think she's a very energetic midfielder, a good goal scoring midfielder. And at the last Euros, she did really, yeah. really well. Picked up three goals, I think, in just five games. So she's a good player, very good goal scorer from midfield. I think if they're going to go far in this tournament, France, she'll be key. And I think Harvey Renard could be a big difference yeah. maker as well. A very, very good manager. I would be, uh, I'd be back in France this tournament to go very deep. But yeah, so I think they will top the group. And you are agreeing with yes. that? Group G, then, the penultimate group. There are a lot of groups to go through, a lot to talk about. But this, of course is the group with, let me scroll down to it, Argentina, Italy, South Africa, and Sweden. Now, this contains a few dark horses, but who have you gone for bottom of the group? South, I've gone for South Africa. Ooh, I disagree. I have gone for Argentina. I do not think Argentina very strong. No, I don't think South Africa very strong. Well, we'll start I, with South I Africa, think, then. I'm upset now, but Argentina third. I think I've been very good. Well, I put South Africa third, so that seems to be the general consensus. South Africa then, managed by Desiree Ellis since 2016. They were, it was their first World Cup in 2019, but they come into this tournament as the reigning AFCON champions. I think they are, they have a chance of second place. It's going to be difficult because Italy are very good. Not even talking about Sweden, we'll get to them later, they're top. Anyway, or maybe they are, I don't know what you've gone for. But for me, South Africa will probably beat Argentina. I think Argentina are... Not that good, but yeah, they've got uh, Rifa Jane, South Africa. She's a midfielder, plays for Sassuolo. Very similar to Grace Gioro, very energetic, takes up to good positions, gets goals. Very good player. Yeah. Argentina then, who I think will be bottom of the group, have 
not a lot going on, but their striker is very interesting who we'll get on to because she's got a very controversial tattoo. But first, we have German Dario Portanova is the manager. He is very experienced. In fact, he's never done coaching before this, I don't believe, or very limited coaching before this. It's a random job. bloke they found. Nope, he's a former Argentine. He's a former Argentina international, so he is oh. a very good player. He's just not done a load of coaching. Argentina have never got past the group stage, and they've never won a game at the World Cup before. In their previous two tournaments, or three tournaments, I think they, yeah, three tournaments, they drew seven and, uh, no, sorry, lost seven and drew two. So they have not Horrendous. done well in World Cups. I don't think they're very good. I think the reigning AFCON champion South Africa beat them, in Fair my opinion. But yeah, to, on their striker then, Yumiya Rodriguez and her controversial tattoo. Now, she's a striker at Palmeiras. Which player do you think she has tattooed on her leg? Given she comes from Argentina. Messi. Nope, she's got Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, this is very controversial right. because, of course, Ronaldo, Messi, she's from Argentina, she should be a Messi that's stand, right. of course. But, yeah, I mean, she as far as to be Ronaldo, well, she takes inspiration from Ronaldo, fair enough. They're very inspirational players. No. But how can you be from Argentina and be a Ronaldo yeah. stand? It's like being from England and not drinking tea. I, I don't like tea, but yeah, fair enough. Uh, for me, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Fair enough, you support you on, but I found that no. quite interesting. When I was yeah looking for, for some interesting facts about the Argentina squad, that was the one that stood out to me the most. The fact that that was even noticed, <laughs> that was a thing. Yeah. But, yeah. It's like being French and not like a pastry, like, come on. Well, you know, what if you're gluten intolerant? <laughs> Get a grip. <laughs> Just eat it anyway. Yeah. All right, should we talk about Italy next? Because I think sure. we're both Sweden and South Africa. So Italy second. They have a legendary manager and player. See, she is a Italy legend. Melina Bertolini. She played in the Serie A for years. She won three Serie A titles with Regina and Moderna. So she's very, very successful. She's also managed then all the, uh, through the last sort of decade, I think. And in 2018, she was inducted into the Italy Hall of Fame. Wow. So she is highly regarded in Italy. Yeah. And all the players, of course, will know who she is. They will be... I would have grown up watching her. There is, her exactly. Yeah. So she is, I believe, now in the, into her 50s. So Get she on comes as one of the older coaches in the tournament, but she has that experience. She's she has that knowledge. Soon. She's been managing Italy since 2017 now. And the, before 2019, they hadn't qualified for World Cup for 20 yeah. years. Mental. In 2019, Melina went and got them to the World Cup, of course, and she's got them to it again. She is an Italian legend, and I think she might just be able to you know, do a bit more magic, get Italy out of the groups here. Yeah. But... They uh, so for a star player then Manuela Guiliano is my pick centre midfielder at Roma. She's a very good goal scorer, great midfielder. Very again, very similar to that. Maybe yeah. this is just the type of player I appreciate because I did the same with Grace Guiaro. I did the same with Avery Fuller Jane. Great goal scoring midfielder. Loves to get forward. Very energetic. Yeah. Great passer as well. For me, Manuela Guiliano will be there. Will be their star player if they're going to go anywhere. As for Sweden, then they're going to top the group, aren't they? Yeah, they're brilliant. They are just brilliant. For me, they're dark horses for the whole tournament. I think yeah. there's a chance they could do it. They are a good side. They've got some very stunning players. You know, Stina Blackstenius, of course, Arsenal forward, right? Yeah. Yeah, Arsenal forward. Um, they've got her. They've got uh, Musevic. I'm trying to avoid the player Rolfo. I want to talk about. There wow. we go. Fridolina Rolfo. But they've got Max Eriksson. Anyway, uh, Fridolina Rolfo is the star player, isn't she? Yeah, plays left back for Barcelona but pushes forward into that left wing or even right wing role but tends to be left wing for Sweden she's a very good attacker scores goals yeah, yeah, yeah. gets assists is very good definitely the star player in my opinion 
terms of their manager then, Peter Gerhardson joined in 2017 and got them to third at the last World Cup. People that may yeah. remember that, they obviously came, uh, they were they lost in the semi-finals but then won that bronze playoff. So they came third, they are a good side, they've only got better since then. I think they've got a serious shot at this tournament, but it's going to be difficult because there's some very strong sides this year. There are. So it's going to be difficult. Finally on to our final group then, hooray for that. H for hallelujah. H for hallelujah indeed. This is the Germany group, Colombia, Germany, Morocco and South Korea. Which team should we start with? Who have you put bottom? Morocco. Oh, interesting. Let me check my predictions. I put Morocco to get through. Who does Morocco have? Well, it's not about who Morocco have, it's who's in charge. So, Morocco then are coached by Reynard Pedros. Now, that name may not mean a lot to people who don't watch a load of women's football, but he is a two-time Women's Champions League winner with Lyon. He's also a former attack midfielder for Nantes, Lyon and Marseille, and a full French international. So, he's a very, very good player in his time, and a very, very good coach now, evidently, a two-times Women's Champions League winner. So he joined in 2021 and they have a decent little side forming. Now, yeah. I would say the star player is Shizlene uh, Shebak. Uh, I may have British pronounced that, but she's quite a good player. Plays up front. She chooses to play in Morocco for AS Far, but I reckon she could do a job in yeah. most of, well, a lot of the better leagues. She uh, was playing the tournament in AFCON, though they failed to win it. They still had a really, really successful tournament in 2022. She's their captain as well. If they're going to be doing anything, she should be scoring goals. Yeah. I think they'll just. I think they'll get through. I think it's it, after Germany, who there's no surprises. We're going to put top, presumably. Yeah. After Germany, it's going to be tight between that second spot. I just think Morocco will have enough with their manager to to inspire them to do something there. Yeah. Should we talk about Germany? Sure. That's we've oh, we've put in the top, haven't we? Yeah. Fair enough. Manager is Martina Vos Tecklenberg, who is a which is a very fun name to say. She joined in 2019. She's a former German player and was the Switzerland manager from 2018. Got them to two World Cups. So mm. yeah, fair enough. But I think yeah, very good, very good manager. Very successful. Took yeah. them to the final with the Euros last year. They were very harshly beaten by England, of course. Yeah. They lost Alexandra Pop in the warm-up. So. Maybe they had, uh, maybe they would have won. But she'll be saying that. She'll be th- hoping they can do better, even better, or go one better in this World Cup. In terms of a star player, then we've all we all know Pop, Bull, Schuler, all that lot. I've gone for Lena Oberdorf. You put her as the young player of the tournament. Yeah. I think she's a stunning player. As we say, young player of the tournament at Euro 2022. She's a central midfielder who plays for Wolfsburg. A very very talented player. And if Germany can do well, her energy in middle of the field will be very very crucial. Yeah, definitely. So then the other two sides of the group. Who have you put to get through with Germany? I put South Korea. Is it because of one player in particular? I just really like G. <laughs> I thought you really liked G. I think G's quality. I think she's very good. It's a shame G. she left Chelsea. Of course, though, she is 32 now. So that sort of makes sense. Now applies so a trade for Suwon FC in Korea. It's probably her last World Cup, won't it? Well, she might make it another one. 30, she'll be 36 35. in 2027. Yeah, 27 is that correct? Yeah, Maybe four years. There. No, she should be 36. Rapino's 37 and still doing yeah. one. Mar- oh, sorry, Rapino's 38. Marta's 37. Every chance they could... I mean, I don't think there's going to be any South Koreans better than her. But interestingly, the manager is Colin Bell. You might be familiar with that name because he has coached a lot in the men's Colin game. Colin Bell? Yeah, he was assistant at Leicester City, at various others. I think even MK Dons as well. So he's done a load of coaching in the men's game. He came into the women's game to be a to be a manager, and he won the women's Champions League in 2015 with Frankfurt. 
which I was very surprised to see that Colin Bell was a was Good a on, winner because I thought Colin Bell sounds like the bloke on head down the yeah. path. Like, I, I, yeah, you know Colin, he's a great yeah, bloke. Colin Bell, yeah, that one. But he's a women's championship winner. He's hoping to take Korea far in this tournament, and you're saying you they're going to go through. But yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah pick up Colin Bell. Anyway, star player, Jisoo Young. Yeah. Obvious, she's so young, she's very, very good player. Played from the field, she has a record for the most PFA team of the season. Uh, what's it called? Cards. No, PFA team of the season PFS. awards. No. She's been the team of the season five uh, times, which is a record. No one's ever been yeah. in it so consistently. So that That's shows crazy. how good she is. Yeah. And of course, former Chelsea player. That people maybe rec- people who watch her will know exactly who she is. Very, very good player. Yeah. So no, neither of us backing Colombia then. No, I don't think they're very good. We've both put them. Th- oh, no, I put them bottom, which I think. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Nelson Abay Abadia is their manager. She actually has been involved in the side for the last decade. She was the assistant manager for three years between 2014-2017. Then she took over the full manager. So she's approaching a decade now yeah. as that involved in the Colombia side, and she's been yeah managing them since 2017. I just don't think they've got loads of quality. The fact that their star player is an 18-year-old called Linda Quesado, she's a very, very talented yeah. player. Plays for Real Madrid. Don't get me wrong, she's very exciting. One of the most exciting young prospects. But they don't have a lot else after that. So I think they'll struggle. I put them bottom, you put them third. Yeah. Fair enough. Now into the exciting part. We've run through the groups and we've got our quarter five, Oh, sorry, round of 16 draws. But yeah, if you haven't fallen asleep, do you want to run us through who the first, the, what the first yeah. draw of yours is? Of course, this... I- this bit will differentiate a little, yeah. obviously, because we've got different different groups. So, yeah, it'll all be very different now. But yeah. what is your first matchup? I've got Switzerland Spain. Ooh. And who do you think is coming out on top? I've gone Switzerland. Really? Yeah, right. I think Spain only a half team. I don't think Fair they're enough. great. Interestingly, I've got the same game, but further down in my list. So I'll run for it as well. So I thought I also went for Switzerland to beat Spain. I yeah. think as much as Spain have a very good side... There is going to be a little bit of animosity in that camp. I think there will be players that have gone anyway, despite the fact they're not massive fans of the manager. I think that could just have it all fall apart. But yeah, yeah they're also losing a lot of their squad. Switzerland really good with uh, Serna Gosovic. So yeah, Serna So if they yeah, if she's playing well, if if Bachmann's playing, uh, Buchanan sorry not Bachmann, yeah. Buchanan's playing well. If Lehmann's playing well, they could have a really good tournament. I think Spain. I don't know. They're not they're not great. Norway Zambia. Is my first one. I think Norway will beat Zambia, which I don't think should be too much of a surprise. My yeah. dark horses aren't getting past around 16, but they, it's a very difficult tie. Norway are very, very good. Yeah, I forgot for Norway to get through the quarters. Fair What's your next tie? Mine is Netherlands Italy. Oh, that'd be a decent game. I've got Netherlands. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And I've got the same sort of game. I've got USA Italy, and I also think the US will win that. Yeah. Then yours? No, next one? Uh, I've got Japan Norway. And I've gone for Norway to win. Yeah, fair enough. That's where I had the Spain Switzerland. So you can continue on. What's your next game? Uh, next, Sweden USA. That would be a cracker. Very close game, I that think. But I think USA will nick it, but that might be that might go go past normal. That, time. That's the problem for Sweden now. They've been completely like shafted with the draw. Yeah. Because whoever they get in that group, it's not going to be a nice game. Like Vietnam aren't getting there. So if whether they finish first or second, they're going to be playing the US or they're going to be yeah. playing Netherlands. So, yeah, I have gone for... Well, I've got Sweden-Netherlands, and I think Netherlands will beat them. Which yeah. is how harsh, because Sweden are good, but they're, yeah. they're not going to beat the Netherlands, and they're not going to beat the US. Yeah. So yeah. it feels like it's doomed for Sweden this tournament, yeah. but you never know. Up next, I have Australia-Denmark, and I think Australia will win that, because it's Australia, it's their home tournament, and they're very good. I've got 
Oh, yeah, my God. Winner of Group B versus second in Group D. Oh, I've got Canada, Denmark. Oh. I think Denmark will win that one. Really? Yes. You were back in Canada hard earlier, now you're thinking Denmark will do it. Yeah. Okay, why? Yeah, um, oh, Penil Harder's going to score. <laughs> okay, fair enough, yeah. Intra- interesting, <laughs> interesting pick, that. Um, definitely no regrets about that one. No. Definitely wasn't trying to change it. But yeah, I'm next then. Winner of Group F versus group, second in Group H, I have France-Morocco. That should be a landslide, landslide victory yeah. for France. Have you got I'm the same game? Boat. I've got France, South Korea. No, no more G. I've gone France to get through. G will score though. Five <laughs> oh, one France, but G will score. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's one hundred percent what's gonna happen. I'm next then, it's of course England. I've got England, Canada. Very difficult game for England as the as the court as the round sixteen. I think they'll win though. I think they'll beat Canada. Yeah. I'm not sure who've England got? Australia. Oh, and are they gonna beat them? Yes. That'd be harsh on Australia. I don't to care. Be out instantly. <laughs> no. Uh, it'll be a tough game for England all soon. Fair enough. Up next then. The final round of 16 game. I've got Germany-Brazil. I've got Germany-Jamaica. You know, Germany-Brazil, if it's 7-1 again, that'll be sensational. Take us back to the 20... Yeah. What, 2014. Yeah. Of course. But I think Germany will beat Brazil. Fair enough. So, uh, yeah. What well, Germany-Jamaica then, presumably you're thinking Germany also free. No. What? <laughs> Don't know what happened to this one. Okay. Do you make my dark horses for a reason? <laughs> They're going to win the whole tournament. I don't know what it from for <laughs> Golden Glass. Yeah, it's just good. No one can stop because she's just, she's just smashing them out. And she's getting that. I didn't think. Oh, man. I don't know anymore. How is... Frozen is going to keep four, um, three clean sheets in the groups and nobody else is going to keep three clean sheets. It's not impossible. It's just very difficult. Um... <laughs> I think Khadija Shaw's going to score. And then the game's like, stop. I don't know what's going to happen. Everyone I really didn't think this through. Yeah, no, okay, fair enough. Jamaica are through to quarterfinals. (laughs) Good luck to them. Don't know who they've got. Into those quarterfinals then, the first of which for me is Norway, USA. I've gone rogue. US knocking, getting knocked out of the course. No way, USA. No, yeah, no way. I have, I think Norway will beat him. Fair enough. I just really rate Norway and Guru Rice, if that wasn't good. <laughs> I think we're very good. I also have um, Norway, USA further down the line. Oh, do you want to do your Norway, USA then? I've got USA going through. Why? Is it because they're good at football? <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good at football. I'm Sorry, soccer. Yeah, soccer. Gotta love some soccer. Uh, yeah, the United Soccer Athletic. What yeah. a team. I think... <laughs> yeah, I think the USA get knocked out. Fair enough. Shall I, shall I go back to my first one? If you wish. Switzerland, Netherlands. That'd be a good, decent game. I don't... I, I've, I've also yeah. got the same game. All right. So. Um, I think Netherlands are going to win because they're getting... I they're also pretty, think the Netherlands yeah, are going to win. Yeah, pretty decent, aren't they? Yeah. But I, yeah. I, yeah, I've got another slot because I've got the winner of 2A versus 1... Or wins 1C versus the winner yeah, of 2E, 1G. What... What game have you got as the winner 2A, 1C one? That's Norway, USA. That's Norway, USA. Okay, so I can go on to the next one then. Yeah. I've got Australia, France. The Aussies are winning it. Oh, Semi-finals of their, home, of their home tournament. Be I think they're beating France. No, they're not. Sam Kerr is really good. Okay. Really I've good. got they're Denmark, France. France. I've gone for it anyway. And I've gone France to beat them. <laughs> really? What, yeah. what motivates you to go for that? France are good. 
Denmark are very. Yeah, Denmark shouldn't even be there. Why do they beat Canada? I don't know. Canada, France would be a banger. And they both speak French, so. But that didn't happen. It was Denmark, France instead, and Denmark lost. They did. Up next. Final quarter final? I have England versus Germany. England, Jamaica. Old foes in Germany. They're going to batter them like they did in the Euro final. We didn't matter them, but okay. Toby Kay's gonna come on and score late. There um, we go. Poetic. So England, England Jamaica. Jamaica. How did Jamaica get here? We don't really know. I don't know why Jamaica are here. Um, they're not really much longer, though. Oh. England are gonna win. Okay. I don't know why Jamaica are in the quarterfinals. Uh, is it coming home? We'll find out in just a moment. Semi so. finals, though. First game is Norway, Netherlands. I've got Netherlands, USA. So a repeat of the group stage. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, I've got Norway, Netherlands and Australia, England. You have... Netherlands, USA and France, England. So some cracking semis either way, I would say. Yeah, they're right. It's interesting. Obviously, well, I could have the same as you if Why France Australia? beat... Australia? How about... Well, if I said that US beat Norway and that Australia... And France beat Australia, we'd yeah. have the same semi. So it shows how close true, it is, how similar our process is here. I've gone for Norway to beat Netherlands. Why? Don't really know. Just, I really like Euro, right? Oh. I think they're a good side. I think they'll beat the Netherlands. Yeah. I think England are beating Australia. England so you've final. got an England-Norway final. I do. What is your... I think that the Netherlands will beat the US. Oh. But I think that could be one of the best games we're going to see in a very long time that would be a cracker like a, a repeat, three, of, three a repeat of the last final yeah and then I've got France England to the LSA final that is going to be an England victory yeah fair enough so the final you have the Serena Weidman derby of Netherlands England yeah obviously have former national side I'm more I'm more interested in the bronze final are you <laughs> I am as well I've got you say France bronze final I've got Netherlands Australia I think my bronze final is better but... it probably is but I've got the hosts playing in the bronze final. Who's winning? It's got to be the hosts, Australia. Oh They're beating Netherlands. They're getting a little bronze medal. Sam Kerr is just going to be so good this tournament. They're going to get to the bronze final. Fair enough. I've got USA France. I think USA are not going to take any silverware home. Or bronzeware no. in this case. France are going to win. I don't even think they're going to get to the semis, mate. So this would be a very disappointing yeah. US. Well, France I will win the bronze final. <laughs> Fair enough. The f- final then. Do you want to go first? France, not France, Netherlands versus England. Oh. Well, not to say Netherlands, am I? Seem like. uh, yeah, I've got England as well. Yeah. It's coming home. We're the best. Serena Bikeman. I'm not going to say that because we're going to win, aren't we? Yeah. I hope, I hope so. I hope. I think it's coming home. We look good. We've looked, yeah. We look obviously winners of the Euros last time. Uh, last summer. I think it's going to be another magical summer for the Lionesses. And we'll become, I believe, the first ever women's team to hold the finalissima, Mm. the Euros, and the World Cup. Two caveats there. What? Nobody else could hold. uh, Nobody else could hold the finalissima because that was only introducing the women's football last year, this year, right? So that still Still, valid, yeah, yeah, valid point. Nobody else could win the Euros and the World Cup because US were too good and Brazil were too good. <laughs> Still counts the record. I'm, I'm, saying, no, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just saying well, nobody else has done it. Oh, we'll, also, we'll also be the one of the first to hold the Euros and the World Cup without the this man. Well, I think we might be one of them. Yeah, we're, we're probably we're like so good at like Germany in the nineties. Like, well, we might get knocked out. We'll what, get Serena Weidman. We'll get grouped by no, Haiti and no. stuff now. Get Serena Weidman once she's conquered women's football, which she has because she's won. Every, she won every national competition yeah. get her in the men's team been off Southgate but right 100% here right Serena Weichmann deserves a knighthood 
Like, that's not even yes. part of a contention. An honorary one. Like, when Lady. they give it to someone where they're not, because she's not English. Is it Dame? So she, you, she has to get an honorary one, right? Yeah. And she already got it's an It's not honor- Sir, is it? It's not Sir Serena Vibe. No, it's. Um, is it Dame? Gotta be. No, Dame. Dame's Lady. Like, <laughs> here is woman. <laughs> What is... Oh, God. How do we not know this? Yeah, oh, this is poor. I don't listen to Royalty. <laughs> Just no, it's a joke. Don't come after me. I don't want some beefy with a massive uh, thing on his head to come after me. But, um... What is it? Dame. 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 Or Lady. Dame. Oh, or lady. I know. My, you did know it. You yeah. back yourself. But, uh... Should I see yes. what's Serena Vibe? But, this is what I'm saying. If Gareth Southgate won the Euros, right... He, we would be calling him Sir Gareth Southgate. He'd be given the king. So he, why is it not king. Sir Serena Vibe? I know she's not... English, but doesn't matter anyway. I want a Dame Serena Vibe. You can give her an honorary one. Yeah, she got a yeah. CBE, which is an honorary British Empire, an honorary one. Let's give her an honorary knighthood. Yeah, I don't know if that's possible. But... Get your sword out, William. And <laughs> put it on his shoulders. Why would William do it? He does it, doesn't he? Charles, Charles not doing it. No, he's in charge. He runs um, it. Oh, yeah, no, he would. I swear, William Why did. William oh, William does the MBEs. Well, yeah, that's what confuses me. <laughs> what? That's the king's got Charles is knighting on yet, is he? Mm. No. Did they not do it? No, he was around for the New Year's honours. No. Queen died last August. He'd have done the New Year's honours. Yeah, he would have. So he must have knighted someone. Yeah. And that's what Weigman would have got the yeah. Yes, Weigman. Right, what's his name? Charles. Get your sword <laughs> the king, out. I don't know. Put it on our shoulders. Call her a Be day. very careful. Though. Wait till after the World Cup, maybe. She wins the World Cup, there's no... Con- like, there's, oh, yeah. She's got to. This is yeah. a fact. She has to be a, a dame. She's magical. I mean, she she's already magical. Dame Serena Vibeman in my eyes. Yeah. But yeah. Come Lovely. on. It's coming home, hopefully. Yeah. If you want to join us for the tournament, we are live every single day. Mental. Look out for the schedule if you go to the I community. can wait. <laughs> I can't. Uh, it's like we will be live tomorrow for the opener. New Zealand, Norway will be live from 7.45 in the UK. It's an 8am kickoff. Just wait till Friday, guys, because we're live at 3.15. But... There are very early streams. Hopefully, a lot of you guys watching will in England. Come because, on. you know, if, it's, if we've got some US viewers, if we've got some, obviously, from yeah. Australia, that would be brilliant because Asia. it would be a normal time for you. And, of course, Asia, yeah, where time zones are different, would be nicer. Or we are getting South up Pole. in the middle of the night. <laughs> if there's any South Poleans, if any penguins are tuning in, don't know if they're on the South or the North. Like, I never know that. No, who knows? If Santa's in from the North. <laughs> Santa's Big watching. Big up Father Christmas. What's going on? Anyway, this is. I can't wait. Now. It's going to be a cracking, cracking. It should. Tournament. It should be a great tournament. Hopefully, you guys can join us for it. It's yeah. going to be great fun. If yeah. you've enjoyed this podcast, you're going to enjoy the streams. Yeah. Especially seeing Harry wake up with like, you know, downing caffeine to yeah. try and survive. I might, you know, get addicted to coffee for a couple of months. So that'll be exciting. Anyway, we will be live every day. If you want to find the schedule, head on over to the community tab or any of our socials at uh, underscore the football chat underscore on Instagram or sub to TFC on Twitter. Yeah. I think I put it on there. Can't remember. Might not have. I will double check that after this. But uh, it will be, the schedule will be out there. So go look for it. If you're on YouTube, you can find it quite easily by going to community tab. But yeah, go check that out. If you are listening to this, you can head on over to any of our socials, get involved, head on over to the YouTube video where you can comment as well, of course, and join us for the live streams. But that's everything for today then. Thank you very thank you guys very much for watching. It's been a great episode, I think. Yeah. But yeah, thank you very much for watching or listening, and we will see you next time. See ya.